JJC Podcast Experience, bringing you the content, the stories, and the insights. Hey guys, here with you guys. Quite a long intro, I know, but oh well, here we are. So I'm not rolling alone today, I'm rolling with my drop dead gorgeous mother, and today we're gonna be talking about insert drum roll for much more effect, of course. Women, women not only dominates well in their own kind of way they dominate but it's such a powerful topic to speak about not only with the issues surrounding our country but around the world as a whole so with that being said we are going to have a young q a session with her so stay tuned and don't change the channel or whatever you're listening from <laughs> so here we go being a black woman, what would you say was or still is the biggest challenge in the workplace? Okay, the biggest challenge that, that I've experienced is the fact that uh, being black and a woman, it becomes difficult to actually address my male colleagues um, because then I have to think of what do I say to them and how do I go about saying saying it to them without them being judged? Mental, uh, judgmental, basically. Yes, definitely because with the fact that um they they have that thing of not being uh of saying they cannot they cannot be addressed by a black woman. Um, and the other challenge is with regards to the issue of uh, the salaries. Being as black as I am, and, um, you find that there's a, a huge gap between um, the salary earning, irrespective of whether you're educated, you are experienced. So, so it's kind of difficult to be black and to be a woman. Also, with regards to climbing the corporate ladder, it doesn't come come out easy. You, you, I, as a black woman, will have to work very hard for me to get to the top. But it it takes it takes it takes a lot of effort, and yeah, it 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 doesn't it doesn't come easy. Um, with that being said, I think she's shared quite a bit. So, from your personal experience, what would you say that leading ladies in the workplace make enough efforts to uplift and unionize other ladies? Um. Okay. With this experience, uh, when I worked in this company, which I'm not allowed to to name it, um, there was a meeting. And in that meeting, um, the dominance was more on the on on male. There were more males than than female. Actually, females were very few. Um, but the environment was kind of hostile in such a way that um, I was trying to voice out your opinion, basically. Yes. So, so men being being men. Um, men being men in that company um they were kind of disregarding what i was saying 
and some precious lady jumped in and you know um tried to normalize the situation in that company and that's when they tend to listen uh to what she was saying because then it was two voice of women in that company against um well how many were they i think four or five male people basically it's good to see ladies actually uplifting ourselves we love to see it ladies with that being said next question so what i'm about to get into it's a very personal aspect of my mother's life it also affected me because it it had a huge impact it made me question whether men are all supposed to be that way or it was specifically just the man who was known to be my father. So, you're a survivor of gender-based violence. Do you mind sharing a bit about your experience? I mean, when did it start? What convinced you to stay besides his empty promises? And when did you finally decide to take that final step and quit the whole relationship and also what triggered that decision at that moment? Oh. <sighs> this has always been difficult to me, for me. Um, I get so emotional every time I talk about it. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it, it has passed. And yeah, here I am now. So the abuse started about eight years, eight, eight years, nine years ago. Um, you know, I was one of those women who, who has always been saying, um, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Things will get back it's to normal. Um, things will get better. He'll change. Um, he'll change. Um, you know, we'll, we'll become a better family. Um, yeah. But it got to a point whereby I realized that things are actually getting were getting worse. Uh, things were were not getting any better. But what made, what triggered the abuse on his side? I think um, it was more of jealousy. Um, also, with the fact that um, I was earning more than him. I was any more than what he was any, and to him it felt like I was climbing the corporate ladder more than he what he was doing. Um, at that time, with me, my sense was it will be okay. It will be okay, and my success is his success. Basically, what's it's yours our is mine. Yes, it's our family. The success belongs to the family, and not necessarily me alone. Uh, only to find that he was seeing things differently, and at that time I was not even aware. So you had like a self selfless, I mean, selfless aspect on your side, but he just didn't see that, or just became completely ignorant to the fact that you were trying not only for him but for your family 
So basically how I saw it, I know it's my mother's story, but how I saw it is I saw a very, 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 very powerful lady who instantly just became the clue to our family. Every single time my dad had abused my mom, it brought me pain, obviously, because I'm her first daughter. And it also, it made me question a lot of things because also it made me question if he was only doing this because my mom had no parents anymore. My mom lost both her parents and he has his mom. But his mom didn't do anything to stop the abuse. It was as if she was saying that my mom deserves the punishment that she didn't receive, you know, that she didn't... Um, Oh my word, where's just trying to be? That she didn't deserve, I mean. Whew, difficult. But anyway, that she didn't deserve. And also, sometimes he would say things that would make me feel like I was less of a person or made me feel like my mom was less of a woman to me while I saw bad men in a woman. And also, finally... What convinced you to stay? And which? when did you make the decision to just leave the situation? And also, what triggered it at that moment? Okay. What really made me to, to stay. actually stay was the fact that um, there was hope. Um, I'm one person who always, you know assess the situation, um, hope that things will change to become better. So until it got to a point whereby I realized that things are actually getting worse, then, okay, so what really made me to, to, to make a conscious decision to say I'm leaving is it got to a point whereby um, I've realized that if, if, if I was going to stay in the relationship, um, I'll end up dying and leaving my kids to become orphan. And I was not prepared to do that. So the, the other incident that actually triggered me to leave was the fact that one day I came back from work and there was a, an argument. Um, a, an argument was about me being at, how do I present myself at work? Because he was then he had suspicion that I was having an affair at work, which was not the case. Um, so it came to a point whereby it got very, he was very abusive. He hit me and he hit me to a point whereby I fainted and I couldn't, I couldn't breathe properly. So before So I fainted and I couldn't breathe um, because what happened, he actually hit me right on my neck with a sharp object. I fainted, I couldn't breathe. And after some time, I then regained my consciousness. And then I then took a decision that day that, you know what, better safe than, better safe than sorry. Because the more I stay in this relationship, the more I'm going to lose myself and end up dying and leave my kids to become orphans. Can I just say that my mom is a boss lady? 
there was actually an incident that I remember as well where they, she came back from work. It was literally days before her birthday. She's a January baby. Sucks, I know, but it is her birthday. So um, she got back from work. They had an argument. And while they were arguing, I remember I was peeping through my bedroom window. My bedroom door, I mean. And the whole time, she kept on trying to convince him that actually what he's saying is not true. But he, he just wasn't having it. He was persistent on what he was saying. And another thing was that my dad was a very stubborn person. He didn't want to be told. And I see a bit a bit of those qualities in me but then well you know um my mom actually went outside we're living at the top floor at the time and she jumped from the balcony when she jumped from the balcony i remember just running out of my room and i was screaming so badly screaming i just my vision became blurry i couldn't actually like picture what was actually happening at the time but i knew that my mom was down there and i wanted her back so badly so i i was just like sort of over the balcony but then again i'm too short so i couldn't see and my brother was just dragging me down and dragging me down and eventually when my mom came back upstairs luckily she just got a broken arm she didn't actually hurt herself I don't know how she landed because I couldn't see, but she got back up and she had um, a broken arm. So it was at that moment when I saw that my mom is actually, she's a boss lady. She is like a boss lady. And I feel like, honestly, I know that it's a bit overconfident, but I just feel like my mom just became my hero from that moment. I saw... Not even cat women, but I saw bad men all in her, all in one. So, um, before we get emotional, let's move on to the next question. So, actually, I once read that you learn from every situation that you encounter. What would you say was the biggest lesson from this situation, your situation? Okay, the lesson that I've learned uh, throughout this experience is that sometimes you need to think about yourself and just be selfish. Um, I think with me leaving the relationship was more, I was more thinking about the kids than than myself. Then at a later stage, I realized that you know what I've I've always been thinking about my kids. Now it's time for me to put myself first. Because if I put myself first in the process, the kids will also be covered by the decision that, that I would have, that I was going to take. Um, rather than staying in a relationship whereby they'll end up being affected more, which then will be better. If I if I'm out of that toxic relationship, then I'll I'll start thinking straight and have more clearer vision of taking care of them than in a toxic relationship. Yes, can I just say that's my mom, yeah? <laughs> okay, moving on. 
being a single mother of three amazing kids of course me being like the most amazing what would you say was your biggest challenges and let's not forget the joys of being a single mother okay one of the challenges that uh, i've experienced being a single mom uh was that i used to struggle financially because um i couldn't at some stage it was difficult for me to provide for the three of them uh, although it was not that difficult but um it at some stage it was like uh i will feel the, uh, the, the 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 pressure of taking care of the three of them um all by myself um but yeah i've we've managed and so so the joys is the joy that i've that i've experienced is the three of them are very sweet i've never had any hurdles with them they've always been sweet kids um more especially because they know or they've experienced what i've gone through so so the other nice thing is i'm very close to them so we have that relationship whenever something is troubling them they come to me and they talk to me and they can also they we are free we are free it's it's like if i've got if there's something that is bothering me they also come to me and say um if you cannot afford this how about doing it this way so so that's the joy of being with them because we we understand each other you know it's 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 basically it's a good mutual relationship and i am definitely keeping this recording because my mom just said i'm the sweetest child ever so moving on this is our last question so if you are planning to grab that packet of chips oh it's too late now but anyway if you were to become a motivational speaker for women, what words of inspiration would you give out or share? Okay, if I were to be a motivational speaker, I'll I'll actually advise uh, abused women not to stay in that toxic abusive relationship. Once a relationship starts becoming toxic, think don't even think twice move out of the relationship because then in the process you are saving the kids as well because the kids are the ones who suffers the most when there is a dysfunctional dysfunctional family. in the family yes mm -hmm. um the other issue that i'd like to talk about if i were to be a motivational speaker is um what I'm actually basically saying is, uh, in the workplace, um, do not women must not allow men to actually dictate how they think, how they how they wear, how they talk. You know, the professionalism lies within us women, and it's really up to us um, not to allow men to actually overpower us. Because we also have the power to actually voice out and, 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 and say things that are relevant. So, so in a way, I'm saying 
as a black woman and a powerful woman, um, we have to believe in ourselves, be strong, and don't be scared to voice your opinions. So with that being said, I know I'm still young and everything, but I peep what society is doing and I know everything that, okay, I don't know everything because I'm about to experience things that are out in the real world. But ladies, can we please normalize saying we move and really moving, you are not a wall. So let's also normalize moving away from toxic relationships even if it's not with men, like, just move, ladies. We are not walls. With that being said, I hope you really, really enjoyed this as much as I did recording this. Um, that's it. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Johannesburg Junior Council in partnership with Red Radio.